strap yourselves in, brothers and sisters. This is a word that is going to, I know it's going to change your life because it is for everyone who has ever felt like the least likely, the overlooked, the unseen, unheard, unwanted, least likely. This is a word for you because God has a history of consistently choosing the least likely the foolish, quote unquote, foolish things of the world to confound the quote unquote wise. He deliberately chooses these people so that he will be glorified. For those who maybe are not quite as familiar with the story, Saul was, yes, the first king of Israel and then King David came after him. So remember David and Goliath, David fought Goliath. That was while Saul was king. So That's where Saul fits into the story. Anyway, Saul was anointed by Samuel when he was, well, he became king when he was 30 years old. So the story of him being anointed by Samuel is super interesting. It's in 1 Samuel chapter 9 and chapter 10. So I'd encourage you to read it. Anyway, he basically had been sent out, Saul, by his father because his father had lost a few donkeys from his flock and he'd sent Saul and a servant out to try and find them. In the process of trying to find them, he came across the prophet or the seer, S-E-E-R, as prophets used to be called, the seer Samuel. And if you want to know how the gift of prophecy, word of knowledge, all of these spiritual gifts work, have a look at Samuel's life because he knew all this stuff about Saul and he prophesied and predicted what was going to happen to Saul after he departed from him. Anyway, he told Saul that he was going to be the new, the first king of Israel because the people of Israel had been complaining and wanted Samuel to uh, appoint a king to rule over them. And so the Lord had chosen Saul. And when Saul came to speak with Samuel after asking about where the donkeys were, Samuel said, don't worry, the donkeys have been found. And this is what he said next. Yeah, don't worry about those donkeys that were lost three days ago. They have been found. And I am here to tell you that you and your family are the focus of all of Israel's hopes. And Saul replies, this is 1 Samuel 9, 21. But I am only from the tribe of Benjamin, the smallest tribe in Israel. And my family is the least important of all the families of that tribe. Why are you talking like this to me? So he's the least likely of the least likely in all of Israel. So Israel wanted a king. They demanded that the Lord appoint a king and they demanded to Samuel to appoint them a king. The Lord relented and said, okay, I'll appoint you a king. And he chooses the least likely from the least likely tribe. And then Samuel brought Saul and his servant into the hall and placed him at the head of the table, honoring them above the 30 special guests. And he brought out all the best, the best meat, the best everything. And he was super honored. Then it continues that Saul was sent on his way back to his family's house. And Samuel prophesied all of these things. And Samuel on the journey back, there's so much to say about this, but on the journey back, Samuel had prophesied that Saul would start prophesying. And when the Holy Spirit fell on him, he did. He started prophesying. And this is what happened. It says in, this is 1 Samuel 10, chapter 10. The spirit of God came powerfully upon Saul and he too began to prophesy. When those who knew Saul heard about it, so the people that had known Saul for a very long time, probably from when he was a baby, all the way through his childhood, adulthood, young adulthood, this is what they said. They exclaimed, what? Is even Saul a prophet? 
how did the son of Kish become a prophet? Because Kish, the family of Kish, Saul's father, were the least in the tribe of Benjamin. And then one of those standing there said, can anyone become a prophet, no matter who his father is? So that is the origin of the saying, is even Saul a prophet? Now, brothers and sisters, this will no doubt remind you of the reaction that Jesus experienced himself among the people who had known him the longest as well. When he started his public ministry and started teaching in the synagogues and had such great wisdom and power with healings, miracles, signs and wonders following him. Remember the people who criticized him, the people who had known him the longest? They said, isn't this Jesus of Nazareth? Isn't he the carpenter's son? How? Is he doing these things? He is a lowly carpenter and he's from the backwater of Israel. This is the sign of a prophet, brothers and sisters. This is the sign of an anointed person. They are not without honor, except in their own hometown, among their own brethren, among the people who have known them the longest. Jesus said this himself. He said literally those words, a prophet is not without honor, except in his own home country, his own hometown, among his own brethren, his own kinsmen. This is the sign of a prophet. And God has an MO, his modus operandi, is choosing the least likely to confound the wise of tipping things upside down so that those who feel like they know what we are capable of are utterly astounded at what we are stepping into because it makes no sense in the natural they know what, what education we've had. They know the family of origin. They know a whole lot about our quote unquote natural capabilities. And so when we step into and start doing things that are beyond our natural capabilities, their natural reaction is skepticism, naysaying, limited by human thinking, human understanding, and a failing to comprehend the limitless capabilities of an unlimited, omnipotent God. He is God Almighty. And brothers and sisters, I know that if you are anointed by God to be a prophet, you are going to face naysayers from your own hometown, among your own brethren, among the people who have known you the longest. Do not be discouraged. Do not be surprised. And this is not saying that the people who have known you the longest will not love you, but they will be utterly astounded at what you in your own natural abilities are able to do in the supernatural capability of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, God, Yahweh. God wants to choose the least likely so that every person can have hope that no matter what their background, what their family of origin, can be honoured and elevated by Almighty God to take the top rank in the nation of Israel. King of Israel. The King of Israel came from the lowest family, from the lowest tribe, 